How are you going, you long piece of pelican shit? Not bad, Devo. You dumb ass, shit for brains, sheep shagger. Get stuffed. A recent survey revealed that 30% of Australians are casual racists. Which means that the other 70% are full-time. Hello, Jason. Welcome. How's it going? Welcome, to everyone. Uh, it's going good. I'm good. Yeah. Pretty Week three of quarantine. Pretty chill for us over here. Uh, the sun's out. Spring is coming. Uh, we actually went for a little drive today uh, outside the city. It's not a. Yeah. It's not technically breaking quarantine because I think we're allowed to go to parks and nature, and it was just the two of us. Yeah, if it's two of you, then it's fine. Yeah. So that was that was fun, and then. We went to the supermarket. There's this great British chain called Iceland uh, <laughs> in England. It's like frozen foods. So it's cheap. It's quick. It's like convenience foods. But they have a really yeah. good collection. And here in Czech, yeah. it's like luxurious. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even know where that is. There's a, several of them around Prague, actually, surprisingly. Oh, they're kind oh. of on the outskirts, but it really is like on the boxes. It says like one pound for a pizza or one pound for oh, wow. like a, oh. a chicken korma, or they have like fancy yeah. things like quinoa salads and. Uh, but all they're all frozen. It's all frozen. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's uh, funny. Even though it's one pound in the box or the bag, yeah. it's like hundred crowns, hundred fifty crowns here. <laughs> huh. So it's, so we we did that today. That was pretty fun. Yeah, living that privileged time, yeah. life, I see. Yeah. With the car. Yeah. I see what you did there. Oh, yeah, with the car. <laughs> now, nah, the car was a big step for us. I never wanted a car. I live in Europe now. I don't yeah. need a car to get around the city. But I don't even want a car. I will admit, now that we're in quarantine, it is nice to it have is that nice, option. Yeah. Mm, to yeah. go and get groceries and buy in bulk. Definitely would not have yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, without a sure. car. Mm. So yeah, shout out to Iceland. I recommend Iceland. Iceland, Iceland, and how you say it? Iceland, the country, Iceland. <laughs> um, let's see. Today is episode four. Today's episode four. Thank you for listening in, everybody. We're getting some good feedback, more or less. Yeah. Send us your feedbacks, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and send us your comments and whatever you want us to talk about. We are locked away, so we get plenty of time to talk about stuff. <laughs> definitely and today yes today we i you know what the first episode kind of uh, it wasn't planned but it ended up being about me mm. so um we really need to hear more about you about i'm me? curious what i know you i know kevin <laughs> when we met what like five four years ago yeah something like that five. um so i only know you for like the uh the post mm. or like the late 20s kevin that's true yeah late 20s like what was kevin before you know <laughs> that's so, a, um, a very good question tell us about your journey in life a very open-ended question that journey in life <laughs> oh, okay. i don't know i was like i was born in australia uh, yeah so you say you're australian but where are you really from <laughs> where am i really I from the classic question yeah i get it but where are you like really from <laughs> why are you not white if you're australian i 
am really from Bathurst, New South Wales. Ah, uh, how about that? That's a small, <laughs> small country town in, in Australia. Uh, my parents are from Malaysia, so Malaysian Chinese, born in Australia. My parents immigrated in the eighties, the late eighties. Um, my dad was yeah. my, my dad was an academic, uh, so it's, I guess it's already a bit different from like a typical working class migrant story because he was working at the university. Yeah. And uh, with Malaysia being a British colony and everything, they already had uh, English as a language. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But uh, we we, uh, we actually they moved to a very small country town. There was like only a few Asian families there, and kind of like what Hong was saying. Wollongong. No, no, no. Um, this oh. was all Wollongong. Yeah. So we were in a really Before. small country town. Oh. Uh, famous. So Bathurst is about three hours west of sydney maybe uh-huh. and it's famous for uh the big car races out there kind of like the nascar of australia the v8 supercars uh-huh. okay okay so in, in aussie slang we would say it's bogan country out there uh, uh-huh okay and uh, that's where you grew up that's where i grew up until the age of five uh, okay so my parents had a small network of like local families a mix of um mainly Malaysian families that they connected with randomly who were uh-huh. also there. And yeah. uh, I, had, I had good memories growing up there, like right, learning to ride a bike. I had mm-hmm. went to preschool there. I still yeah. have vague memories of like playing in the, not the bush, but like playing around in the field um, uh-huh. with some. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Playing in, playing in the bush. Yeah. yeah. We don't say like going to the forest or going to the woods like they say here. We, oh, okay. When, I, cause when you say bush, I think of like little shrubs. <laughs> yeah, little shrubs. <laughs> no, 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 we don't say the forest because it's not really a forest. We have bush. Uh-huh. Just go, okay, just okay. go play in the bush. Right. Uh, okay. So, so yeah, um, nice memories. Uh, and then when I turned five, six, so around nineteen ninety-five, uh, we moved as a family of four to the coast. Uh, my dad got a job at the University of Wollongong, and that's when he moved to Wollongong. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, in yeah, the mid nineties, so we lived about ten, fifteen minutes from the beach. Yeah, um, in a small townhouse, and yeah, I've got good memories there as well. Just again, now I think about it, a lot of cycling around the neighborhoods um, hmm. growing up, and uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to know? I mean, like, so wait, you so you moved to Wollongong, and you kind of stayed there. F- the whole time right until you yes. were in your university days yep so my dad yeah. uh taught at the university of wollongong uh, in yeah the school of journalism yeah. and he, he was there basically till he retired which was not too long ago a couple of years ago mm. yeah so he was there for i don't know like what 20 years or something mm. 20 plus years and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i went to school i went to primary school high school and the university kind of that's the classic uh, so do you have a lot of um do you have childhood friends that you keep in touch with yeah actually so wollongong is kind of a it's a small city big town kind of vibe uh-huh, uh-huh. so uh the networks there are pretty close yeah like you sh- if you know someone they know someone that you know and there's only uh-huh, two uh-huh. or three degrees of separation between most people yeah uh, but uh w- yeah, for, so for that reason, I still have a lot of good friends that we uh, have maintained contact with all the way oh. from like when we were five or six years old, which is kind of rare. Like if, yeah. you, if you grew up in the city, like Sydney, like that would yeah. not really happen at all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, my mate that you met at the wedding, like David, his... Um, David. Oh, David's your childhood friend. Yeah, so I've known him since kindergarten, and he was my best man. Oh, wow. He was my best man at my wedding last year. That's so... That's really... I, I, I'm very envious of that. And even just this morning, I was... Um, we had Skyped for like... Do people even use Skype anymore? But it's still used as a verb. I actually just used Skype yesterday. Okay, okay. So, but I never use it. I use it for the first time. It's like, yeah, I know, right? So, like, me and David, we, we just caught up this morning on uh, Google Hangouts, actually, not Skype. Yeah, yeah. For almost, like, an hour. And But I brought that up because uh, his wife is from Sydney. And when, uh-huh. and when they first started dating, she found it yeah. really weird that we all were still friends from kindergarten. Oh. <laughs> like, that's just not a thing, you know. I don't think it's weird. I think it's really cool. I think it's very special. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. And it is nice that like, we have that basis. And it's not just me and David, you know, it's about a handful yeah. of us that are still. Do you, feel like, do you feel like you guys pretty much know everything about each other? Yeah, we got nothing to talk about. So we don't need to talk about anything. We just uh, <laughs> we just hang out. And, uh, yeah, that must feel nice not having to explain yourself. <laughs> like all of my friends, like, uh, yeah, I, I have such a. Yeah, I see what you mean by like we have similar upbringing, but at the same time, it's very different. Mm. Yeah, I do. For for one, I do not have friends that go back that far. Yeah, yeah. Like actually, the longest friendship I've had, like geographically, you know, in the same zone, is is you and like uh-huh. yeah, of us in the circle. Yeah, I know that is tricky, especially living in a place like Prague in the international circles, right? Like, we just got a message two days ago from a good friend of ours. Yeah, they're also after seven years of living here, they have they've decided to go back to the to the states, and it's like, yeah, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. On the one hand, I was like, oh, that's sad, but I didn't really feel sad because it happens yeah. all the time. I was like, okay, another one, bye, you know. I know it sucks. Like, I feel like my entire life is all about temporary friendships yeah and intense friendships as well mm. uh, maybe that's the, a different topic <laughs> yeah it's, it's going back to you again <laughs> we go we need to come back to you okay okay <laughs> um okay so you're not white correct <laughs> astute observation yes um okay so you were in wollongong and i know i know you like to stay humble and all but as a friend of yours and uh-huh. a fan of yours, uh-huh. <laughs> like the listeners, I think the listeners deserve to know that you're kind of a child <laughs> prodigy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the world needs to know well, that you are a know. genius. All uh, 112 listeners need to know. Please, please <laughs> elaborate on. So, okay. I finished high school at the age of 16. Uh, I was accelerated in primary school. So at the age of, when I was nine, um, I participated yeah. in this like school challenge, I guess, like a, a gifted yeah. student search, <laughs> they called it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I topped the state, I think. I got first wow. place. Also, I did very well. I forget exactly what happened. But anyway, yeah. with that situation, the school got talking to my parents, or maybe my parents got talking to the school. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, exact details i didn't know really mm-hmm. what was happening back then i just went with the flow maybe i yeah. same story as my life today but mm-hmm. <laughs> so i was nine so it's year four uh, i think that was, uh-huh. i think that'd be equivalent like third grade for yeah third grade yeah national systems so year four 
So from year four, I went to year five, and then I didn't like it. So from year five, I went to year seven. So I, oh, dang. So we call high school, like high school starts for us from year seven. I guess that's, uh-huh. um, is that what you, is that a, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, it doesn't make sense. That's not how it is. In or the middle US. school or junior high, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was 10 when I started um, junior high. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, like, w- w- I mean, so do I was, you remember what that was like for you? Do you feel like yeah. it was beneficial or was it like you were too young? You were clearly too young and small. and Yeah, and no, I ever asked that question. And so, yeah. yeah, I was two years uh, younger than all my classmates. Yeah, but I think it was good that I kind of started it at uh like between that tr- transition, um in that transition between primary and uh, junior high or high school because uh-huh. there were a lot of other new students joining the class, and yeah. at, at that age, like there's no real big difference between a ten year old and a twelve year old in terms of like uh-huh, uh-huh. maturity. I guess not. Yeah, and so for that reason. I think we, I just leveled up and matured according to what my context uh-huh. required of me. Yeah, I guess. And like, if you said that you got you all started at the same time. Then... Yeah, I wasn't coming in the middle of the year or something like that. Okay, because that would have been weird. Yeah. I think. And so the other thing that was good was um, I went to a relatively small school. So from yeah. from K to twelve, I think when I was there, gosh, yeah. I don't remember. Maybe like it was only two hundred fifty to four hundred students, maybe. Uh-huh. So it was only 30 students in the year group. So it was rel- mm. relatively small and it was a small Christian school. So it was quite mm-hmm. supportive and it was a good, nice community. Sound familiar, mm. Jason? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I had always participated in a kind of accelerated program anyway. So my school, uh-huh. I think back in the 90s, this was kind of out of the ordinary, but they were pretty good in supporting, um, yeah. you know, students are doing well like <laughs> for math. Or yeah, the math of English. Uh, so basically, you were living the stereotypical <laughs> model well, minority. Yes, Asian lifestyle. Well, actually, I have a story about that. So, when even from kindergarten age, so from yeah. ages five and six, during yeah. core subjects like English or maths, yeah, 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 the you know gifted students. I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. marks. We would be put up to the next year to join the next year for the the harder work, basically. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I had been doing that already. Yeah. Um, and so this was just like, okay, instead of just, just English and maths, you're going to go up for everything now. Oh, wow. Okay. And because it was a relatively small school, I was still able to maintain the connections with my age peer group. Like I would hang out with them at lunchtime and recess still. And then I could also hang out with the actual, my mm-hmm. actual year group. Yeah. So I, in a way, I just had two circles of friends instead of one small circle. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. I guess like okay, it didn't really mind. You didn't mind it that much. Not at all. And actually, no, I want to tell the story about the model minority myth. I have a friend. Yeah. Um, when I was in the younger, um, and we call it infants school, like uh, uh, kindy, yeah, 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 preschool. Pre- yeah. Actually, no, not not preschool. We have preschool and then we call it infants. I don't know why, but oh, okay. Um, daycare. <laughs> so it was me, and there was like one other Sri Lankan student in the in the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of my good mates, and we're still good mates now, Nick. He uh-huh. asked, he asked his mum, "Why are all tanned people smart?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We still, yeah. we still have a laugh about that sometimes. Today, wow. Yeah, why are tan people smart? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that does not apply to me. I was <laughs> well, Koreans aren't tanned. That's why. I mean, okay, maybe. No, I actually, I don't know. Did it ever bother you that 
I don't know. When did you realize all of this? Like that? When did you become aware? When did it become like, woke? Aware? Uh, yeah, woke. Yes. <laughs> so I think everything. quite later on, actually, in life, mm. I think um, the I don't I don't want to say stigma, but just the, yeah. the fact that I was Asian. Um, yeah. And back then at our school, I was there were maybe like one or two other Asian families in the whole school, right? Yeah. Today is a very different picture. Like my mom still works right. at the same school, and there's like it's very multicultural now, which is really cool. Uh-huh. But I think it's just the changing face of Australia in general. But yeah. in the '90s and 2000s, like I had like the nickname the Asian sensation, for example. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I used to be pretty fast on the the soccer field. Um, uh-huh. And but other than that, like wait a minute, you guys call it soccer? Yeah, we call it soccer. <gasps> what? I didn't know that. I thought you call it football. Yeah, like British well, football, football for us is rugby. Oh, footy. Yeah, yeah. so it's more like America then. Yeah, yeah except, we, except we don't say soccer. We say soccer. Soccer. We say soccer. <laughs> yeah, soccer. It didn't really mm-hmm. figure into my life too much. I don't think. Other mm-hmm. um, until university days, I guess is a classic story. Like you go to university, oh, you get man. more liberalized or intellectualized, oh. or whatever. But even, yeah, even yeah, yeah. then, it was like not that big a deal. I think Australians yeah. is just chill. Like the the yeah, it seems like it. The big comparison, you know, is always with um America, but America is just so on edge about race all the time. Yeah, are. Um, whereas in Australia, oh, why why was it so like for me? It was like such a like it started from. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I really became woke in high school. Like mm-hmm. I, that's when I was like hyper aware of my race, right? My skin color. No, the only thing for yeah. us was like, um, I don't know. We would o- o- plan out a friend's birthday at a restaurant, and I would just yeah. eat, I would eat dinner before going there because mom's cooking is better anyway. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the biggest issue I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'll end up eating two dinners. That's good. Though. And even when I did become work again, using air, yeah. air quotation marks, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't really a matter of like of me facing personal injustices or whatever. It was just a uh-huh. matter of me just being educated yeah. and <laughs> learning about what what else is happening around the world. That's so interesting. That's really. I mean, like, I'm really glad. I'm. That's 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 really good that you. Yeah. At least, to, at least to my face. Maybe everyone's just um, taking the piss behind my back, but <laughs> at least it's behind the back. For me, it was like in front of my face. Yeah. Oh wow, that's rough. I, I, you've told me some stories. Yeah. Like, um, I think was it? I can't remember. Like John Oliver, or maybe even John Stewart. But one of the mm-hmm. Daily Show, or what, what? Um, are you getting two white guys mixed right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But one of those um, political talk show comedy guys. Right. They did a feature about Australia, and um, it's just he did say he was shocked at how much racism he saw. Was uh-huh. it? Um, but it was like all casual racism, like um, oh okay, it's like jokey racism. Yeah, and so I think that is a, a another issue, and it's it is slightly it is starting to become addressed in Australian public mm-hmm. um, discussion, like yeah, because yeah. we don't really have that um, confrontational. Um, yeah. his, historical uh, context, for example, that America has with race. Yeah, yeah. Australia hasn't really addressed any of these issues, so that's why yeah. it's, it's kind of like you still have people say, "Oh, I don't really see race," or "Yeah, just whatever." It's just like Jackie Chan, you know. It's just like having a yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. 
they don't mm. they don't like um like no one's really telling us to piss off back to china or anything yeah, yeah I mean, obviously yeah. you will get the odd racist idiot here and there who yeah. will say something like that but it's very rare even oh. even this coronavirus uh, racism stuff that's like one incident out of however many people live, yeah. live in sydney yeah. you know oh Maybe I should have lived in Australia. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Okay, so I have talked about this with other friends before, and I've thought about it myself. I think what's happening yeah. now in the 2010s and now the 2020s, I guess, is that yeah. Asian Australians are now figuring it all out. Like, it takes one or two generations for it to kind of right. um, be discussed and talked about. So you have. You know, we have Australian, Asian Australian writers who are doing a lot, like uh, Benjamin Law or Tim Southfordsamanar. I can't say his last name. Who, who, um, yeah, who's like writing books and essays and discussing like, what it means to be Asian Australian. Um, or like authors like Alice Pong, and yeah, 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 because now they're kind of like the ones who are growing up. And it's the same everywhere. You know, it takes the parents' generation to immigrate, and then the kids' generation have to do the self-actualization, mm-hmm. and so. That's what's happening now with um, Asian Australians because now we're in the twenties and thirties age bracket where we can discuss and actually present ideas yeah. on our own terms. Mm-hmm. And, um, the way I've kind of looked at it is the same time lag that was experienced by the kind of the Italians and Greeks and Mediterranean kind of mm-hmm. um, South European uh, immigrants that immigration that happened after the war. Yeah. So their yeah. parents came in like the fifties and sixties. And mm-hmm. so their kids' generations have already kind of, I guess, integrated or um, been accepted in a way yeah. out of Australian yeah. uh, identity, where mm-hmm. Asian Australians, like a- Asians weren't even allowed into Australia to live really uh-huh. like, yeah. after the 70s because of uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the, late, after later. the Vietnam War. Yeah, so it's already like, what, 50 years since the Vietnam War. So. Yeah. Now it's so, starting to happen. Do you feel like, would you, do you feel like a proper Australian? Like an Aussie? <laughs> Should I wear the red, white, and blue like Andrew Yang said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, right? About what does it mean to be Australian? What does it mean to be American? What does it mean yeah. to be British? This is a never-ending question, really. I mean, yeah. I feel Australian as much as I feel Asian, as much as I feel Asian-Australian, right? That's what... I'm- like, I don't know. People ask me this. They're like, oh, d- during the Olympics, do you support Korea, America, or Czech Republic? Oh, that's a good one. Who do you support you know? during the Olympics? I, I definitely... It's so weird. Like, despite... Even when I was young, when I kind of hated being Korean, uh-huh. I would always support Korea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, um, and I still do. And then I support. Then comes Czech Republic. Yeah. I support Czech Republic. Yeah. And then America. I don't. I. I don't support America because, like, I'm like, you guys are good at everything. You're the <laughs> richest country in the world. Like, calm down. Like, yeah. let other people win. <laughs> but uh, it's that's what third culture is, right? I'm both, and yeah. neither, and I'm also something else. Yeah. You know, and I think. I think that's a powerful thing. Like I have this ability to um, blend into whatever context I need to. Yeah. Um, but then there is also that question. And uh, I remember my sister told me the story. I felt quite sad a while back. She led it. Uh-huh. We had like a, it was like a study camp where you like help yeah. kids prepare for their exams. Yeah. Yeah. And there are all these like Asians there. Like yeah. obviously Asians want to study hard. 
Right. But because yeah. we, we've kind of been whitewashed growing up in a coastal city without a large Asian population and they come yeah. to the city, um, like they were, she would be, she was considered too white to hang out with them. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, your sister? My sister, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, wonder I, if, can... I wonder if she remembers that story or not. Hmm. So like too white to hang out with the Asians and too Asian to hang out with the white people. Yeah, I know. I haven't really had that problem before. I mean, yeah. I mean, I probably have, but I, for whatever reason, I'm just pretty good at adapting to that concept. I feel like you are. Like I, I've, you know, having known you for a while now, I, yeah. I feel like you, you adopt, adapt very well. Yeah, I don't hold it against anyone. I just try to um, contextualize. Like it. I do feel like you embrace Asianness more than me sometimes. Like I only started embracing it. Yeah. <laughs> in the recent past years hey do you want to know something funny my 21st birthday uh-huh actually so 21st are a big deal in australia even though we can drink since 18 21st you, like, yeah. you have a big 18th party and you have a big 21st party that's the thing you do okay yeah so for my 21st uh what was it 2010 uh my theme we always have themes in australia like yeah, yeah 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 it, it was <laughs> um it was an asian teeny bopper theme Oh wow! <laughs> like, come dressed as a trendy Asian Asian. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so I had all these like uh, white people, all these white Australians, true blue from the beach, yeah. kind of yeah. like university friends yeah. and church friends and all kinds of um, people, all dressed yeah, yeah. like. Um, you remember the, remember the two thousands like that Asian uh, aesthetic. Asian aesthetic. <laughs> you remember that aesthetic, uh, right? Kind of like you know what like I feel like I don't I kind of know but I don't. Do Do you remember Niga Higa on YouTube or Kev Jumper? Yes, I, I mean, yeah, 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 he was funny. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Higa. Ryan Higa. Yeah. Like um, Tim, Timothy Delaghetto and all those. Well, Timothy Delaghetto. Yes. Fly, I, I do fly like the G Six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Far East Movement. <laughs> yeah, Far East Movement. So that kind of aesthetic was my twenty-first birthday. I like. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wait a minute! Why am I? When you said twenty first birthday, I was for some reason picturing myself in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty first birthday. Okay, yeah, the, I was a little bit more in touch with yeah. the Asian stuff. <laughs> Do you remember Wong Flu? Oh, Wong Flu! Oh, Wong Flu! <laughs> Wong Flu. That's a Freudian oh, slip. That's a Freudian slip. Sponsored by Trump. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah wong fu yeah, sorry wong oh my god i'm really yeah. pissed everyone they're still producing today they're still making videos today yeah they're great i actually met them in real life oh. they came to perform oh were you like asian pride oh i was like hell yeah these are like asians doing stuff and i like completely fanboyed over them yeah do you remember the swag something we asians got um maybe <laughs> i don't know there are a few things that like really boosted my asian pride but let's talk about that in the next episode okay <laughs> because i still have questions for you okay, okay. yeah yeah so i'm kind of fast forwarded a bit there but yeah i was 16 i finished high school went to university and then i went to university for a long time and that's how i ended up here actually in prague Ah, uh, yeah of all places. Uh, my professor yeah. actually promised me to go to New York for six months. Oh. And, and then he was like, you go to Czech Republic. <laughs> He's Russian, FYI. Welcome, welcome to Prague. And I was like, what the heck is the Czech Republic? Oh, wow. But you know what? Now you're here. Now, now I'm here. 
We're recording this podcast. And we're recording this podcast. I'm experiencing quarantine. I yes. get to eat knedliki now. Like life is good. It's great. <laughs> well, actually, I just lied. It's not that great, but whatever. So let's jump to the question. What do you love about being Asian? <laughs> well, I, the obvious answer is the food. Oh yeah, that is hands down. Like not even a joke answer. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just. It's just I think even no contest, no that. contest. Yeah. Uh, other than that, what is the advantage? What do I like about being Asian? Yeah, not even advantage, but like, what do you like? What do I like? What's good? What's good about being Asian? That's quite a question. Not something you think about so much. I don't know. It's just. Oh no! You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's good about being Asian? I think, I think what Eastern mm. cultures. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no culture is perfect. And Eastern Asian or East European? Oh yes, sorry, Eastern Asian. So Asian culture. Oh, Asian. Okay. One thing Asian cultures get really correct is the sense mm. of uh, community or like mm. uh, family. You know, family. It's yes. The the not togetherness, but the the fact that like the unity or the connection that you have by default to mm-hmm. not just your family, but kind of like the roots, like roots are really important, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. when I, I had friends in school, you know, who were, just couldn't wait to move out of ha- home when they were 18 or conversely, I had friends who were like, as soon as they were 18, their parents will start charging them rent or like they'll kick. Oh them. yeah. 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 Oh, I thought that was so weird when I yeah. heard about that. Um, and obviously like that, idea of being tied to family could be driven to its ex- to extremes that where it becomes unhealthy yes i i'm living in one of those <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i think that is something that is pretty spot on like that you do you do need that sense of um mm-hmm. family above everything else but maybe i'm saying that just because i'm asian if you ask a, a westerner like then that's just a dumb um guilt trip to yeah. buy new yeah, beauty all the time so um but that's one thing i do appreciate that I, mm. uh, my family's always got my back shouts out yeah. to lee chu lu and eric lu hey mama and papa lu they're always my first uh two likes on any social media I, honestly can i just say i think you have really amazing parents oh yes yeah, so I. yeah <laughs> i i really think so yeah they're pretty like, cool I, i've met plenty of asian parents and your parents are like very progressive and open yeah at least that's the impression i got yeah no, they're definitely not the hardcore tiger mom yeah. eagle father type because i think i think when you when people kind of see my life story on paper like the yeah. fact that i was accelerated through school i studied physics i've got my phd like it, it looks like i flex <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a you know my parents probably pushed me to do uh to to um tutoring every weekend or something yeah but no they're actually not too bad not too bad not too bad (laughs) (laughs) no no, i had a good childhood like i liked studying i liked learning and oh wow that's like one of the (laughs) yeah i don't know that's i I still hate studying (laughs) i'm doing a course now just for fun on the john what the the johns hopkins university They, they released an epidemiology course for free Oh wow, that sounds like I remember Harvard um, architecture, like design school, released 
free lectures uh-huh. and I signed up for it uh-huh. and I <laughs> I like listened to the first 10 minutes I'm like okay I'm done <laughs> yeah I haven't officially opened the documents yet but I signed up as well so I'll get back to you and how I grew um, so I'll be a, a trained uh, epidemiologist by the end of the next podcast uh-huh very good okay um so what do you hate about being Asian <laughs> Uh, the sense of family and the, <laughs> <laughs> the food, no. no, no, no. Um, what, what do I hate about being Asian? I don't hate anything about being Asian. Man, good for you. What's? Oh my god, I saw something's up. Something's <laughs> wrong with me. This is actually this whole podcast series is just a way for Jason to get free therapy. <laughs> to work through his problems. I swear, I swear, people who are listening to this probably think I'm some depressed, <laughs> emo, like Asian suicidal. Yeah, person. don't be so hard on yourself, man. But yeah. I, you have had a harder than me. Not true. I'll tell you don't what. Worry. Okay, I'll tell you what's don't not easy. Not I'll tell you what's not easy. It's um, living somewhere where it's not so multicultural. That's definitely hard, and that's why I, mm. I sympathize with how you how you feel because you spent a long time here, right? Maybe that's why. Maybe I need to like move to. LA or something. Yeah, just for the the visibility, the the connections. Yeah. At university, towards the end of my um, studying mm-hmm. career, I actually joined a club called mm-hmm. Australian Born Asian Society. <laughs> oh, <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like we clubs and societies not that huge a deal in Australia. I know in America it's all about mm-hmm. varsity life, and you got to join like, yeah, 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 yeah. your frat yeah. or your sorority, sorority, sorority or whatever crap they do. Yeah, I wasn't a frat. Um, but oh, shame. Yeah. Uh, in Australia, I joined the Australian Born Asian Society for like one year. It was pretty fun, actually. And that was the first time I actually really hung out with Asians. I was like, "Hey, this is really uh, cool. We just talk yeah. about food all the time." <laughs> that's so true. Like that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. The unifying factor. And food like, does unite. And there is something about that. Like, I remember talking once to uh, again with my friend Nick, and I was like, "Yeah." I just off the cuff statement. I was like, "Man." I just wish I had more Asian friends. And then uh, he turned back to me heaps indignant and he was like, excuse me, are we not good enough for you anymore? <laughs> like, no, 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 it's just like, it's a bit good. You know, you just, like you say, you don't have to explain yourself all the time or you don't have to, you know. Yeah, and you can like always eat. If I talk about Soju or uh, Tiffany Young, I don't have to explain who the yeah. people are or what. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to, it would be nice to, for once, not have to always explain everything. But then I think without explaining, then how are they ever going to know, you know? Yeah. So, all right. And maybe our, we should start having more K-pop, like, songs on this <laughs> podcast so we bring awareness. I think K-pop everyone is awareness up, already. Look days. up Tiffany Young and Girls' Generation, everyone. You won't regret it. Uh, that's, that's old school K-pop. I have a stack of CDs back home in Australia. Like, right now, it's all about um, Luna. I have like 21. I have Sister CDs, Girls' Generation, uh, After School. Did you ever listen to After School? Yeah, hell yeah. 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 I have I have an original CD copy of Psy, Gangnam Style. Oh, wow. I have a CD of that. I don't even know if they make CDs anymore. Well, that's legit. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So I, I, okay. I know, as you can tell, I had a very positive experience growing up. I do. That's good. I, that explains why you're such just a positive, good vibes person to be around. Until I moved to the former Soviet Union. 
<laughs> no, but like being next to you, being next to you, being around you, it, it, I, you tend to remind me that I need to just calm down and like yeah, not what, be too dramatic. That's what I try to do. Let's bring the vibe, you know. So thank you very much, Kevin, for your time. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so yeah, what's uh, what's next for Rice Privilege? I know. What's next? Uh, we got a very exciting interview coming up. Uh, we're going to be speaking with Trang Dotu. Trang Tu mm. from Czech Republic. She's a prominent Vietnamese nice. Czech blogger. Uh, she's been featured. I'm pretty sure she was featured in Forbes 30 Under 30. Or oh wow, nice. Uh, something quite prominent, uh, high up. She has a she blogs about Vietnamese issues in the community and Vietnamese Czech issues. So she writes in Czech. So I'm keen to kind of pick her brains on that and talk about oh, perfect. Yeah. Vietnamese history. But she speaks English as well, so we're not going to just yeah. speak Vietnamese. Vietnamese or we can do a podcast in Czech. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. Um, so that's exciting. I'm very keen to speak with her. And then other than that, yeah. I don't know, maybe we'll talk about dating. We'll get Vendi on the podcast. Yeah, dating. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, last but not least, um, this is a very popular question that the users the users, the listeners uh-huh, uh-huh. are probably wondering. Yep. Are you related to Steve Aoki? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Every time I post you on my Instagram story, like I every now and then I get yeah. someone going like, Is that Steve Aoki? Especially when I don't shave, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have that yeah. mustache. Kev Aoki. I'm the cheap... Uh, Kev Aoki. I'm the Walmart Steve Aoki. Let's be honest. You look better than Steve Aoki. Oh, it's too kind. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much, Thank Kevin. you, Jason. Thank you. Um, last but not least, we yes. always end with um, a piece of media. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or what was it? Movies or music. Media? Whatever you what do you music, want to Music, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to these this days? This week... I have been listening to might be the same as last week, the Dua Lipa album. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> no, but, but I must say, I, I will, I will, I will give it, give a shout out to uh, the new 1975 single. Uh, that's quite oh, a nice. Yeah, you wrote an article about that. I wrote an article about it on Genius. That's my other hobby. We didn't talk about my writing, but. Yeah, I actually had a question about your million other hobbies, but <laughs> we have no time. Part two. We can do another one about writing later. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the new 1975 single featuring Phoebe Bridges, because Phoebe is actually a favorite singer of mine at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1975, they're very, they make a lot of different music. Like They do, because I like one of their songs a lot yeah. called Some- Somebody Else. Uh-huh, uh-huh somebody else that one yeah. but then i i listened to the rest of the album and i was like oh wow it's that's just not what i yeah expect. they're very diverse and yeah. this song is really nice and it's um quite an interesting topic as well i heard i heard it since you wrote an article about it yeah, that's how influential very, you are. oh thank you it's a very sad yeah. sounding song and it's about it is. being uh queer in a religious context so yeah it's quite a quite an interesting mm. song so i recommend yeah. that to everyone to listen to what about you? What are you listening to or watching? What's that? Oh, me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm still listening to Dua Lipa's album. Yes. Excellent. It's so good. And then that has actually sparked a whole wave of me like looking up synth pop uh-huh. 80s music. Oh, so nice. So I, I went ahead and created like 
I was up until like 2 a.m. creating playlists. Oh, nice. Of like, and then I was also looking at Korean 80s music. Oh, nice. And it was really cool. Like, I, it was really interesting. I liked it. Oh, you gotta send me some of that. I'm gonna listen to yeah. it. Yeah. We'll put a yeah, link on the Instagram. Like, Oh yeah, we should. I'll make. I I joined Spotify finally. Ah, nice. I can I can replicate it. Very Nobody good. uses Apple Music. It's it's very sad. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Thank you for your question. Thank you very much, and um, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is Jason and Kevin. This is Rice Follow Privilege. Us. Follow us on Instagram at Rice Privilege. Right. Privilege. Follow Kevin at There Is No Kevin. Unless if you are a student or underage, please do not follow him. You can join the 150 plus students who have requested. <laughs> yes. Or follow me, DJ Sanam. I accept. And I mean, I don't need to accept. I, I you go public. Yeah. When I get to your level, once I hit maybe 10K, I'll go public. Very good. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye.